You're listening to Not Your Mother's Therapy, the podcast where Freud meets the 21st century. Neuroscience, psychology, and spirituality collide to help you expand your mind and your potential. Here are your hosts, modern day mystic and founder of the School of Spiritual Arts, Veronica Drake, and the co-founders of Soul Happy, psychotherapists Tara Hewitt and Tracy Zaboral. Hey, everybody. We are so excited that you have joined us for uh, podcast. This is episode number eight. Um, I am your co-host, Tracy Zaboral, and with me is my uh, fellow business partner and fellow psychotherapist, Kara Hewitt. Hi there, everybody. Great to be here again. Uh, today, we are going to talk about something that we all have in common, and that's emotional baggage. Right. With some people might refer to that as blockage. Um, for the for for the for the purposes of the visual, I think um, it's great to even think about either one of them. So you've got emotional baggage. You might be visualizing what it means to haul around a suitcase full of um, negative memories that you that you hold, and and so you drag that around with you forever, and you have this emotion, of course, that's attached to it. The same way with emotional blockage in your mind um that which where you where you carry negative memories um so today we're gonna we're gonna address that and what that means and how that how that falls in line with um the latest discoveries in neuroscience and where we're where we're heading um in terms of psychotherapy right and the question would be is so we've all got emotional blockage baggage and the question would be, can you do anything really about it? I mean, as psychotherapists, that's what we've been doing our whole careers is trying to help people with that. But now, because of what Carrie just mentioned with some of the new discoveries about brain science and how, um, how this, these blockages and this emotional baggage is stored and kind of how, where it's stored, how it's stored, all of that has helped us now have a new way to address it. And so we're really excited because yes, there absolutely is something that you can do uh, to break up these, these blockages and this emotional baggage that we're all carrying around. So we're excited to share that with you today. And I think probably the best place to start would be um, how, how, how does it work in our brain? How do, we get, how do we get this baggage in the first place? And I think it's, it's important for, for our listeners to to understand that as psychotherapists, you know, that's something very, very common for us to see. So we've got a client that sits down and we're talking about, um, well, they can't seem to control themselves because they have these certain emotions that occur and sometimes they don't even know why. And so as therapists, we're always looking for answers and how do we get them, how do we get them across the finish line, so to speak, of, of that um, emotional baggage so that they can come out on the other side of it. Right. And um, as therapists, that's what Tracy and I for years have been addressing with our clients until um, later on in our years of doing this work, we found that, yes, there are ways to actually go in, address this blockage, and actually 
clear it out. And these exercises that we're going to talk to about today do just that. And that's what's so exciting for us as therapists is there's hope. There's really hope to get through these blockages so that you can move on. You can, you can get to be that person that you've all, you were before your trauma or your negative memories occurred. Um, you can get there and, and it's, and you can actually dissociate from that memories in a way that makes you feel like it's, ah, it happened, but, um, but oh, well, you know, it doesn't affect me anymore. And that's, that's like the pinnacle of therapy for, for um, a therapist to see that a client get to that state. And so right. that's a great way of, of kind of summing it up, Kara, because how many times have you walked away from a situation and felt like, holy crap, I mean, why was, did I really just say that? Or why, why did that, you know, get under my skin so much? Or like just having like knee-jerk reactions to things? This will explain that, why that happens. It's because of the way you've been programmed over a lifetime. Mm-hmm. of negativity or negative emotions. Um, it's the way then your your mind is carrying those negative emotions all accumulated in there, in your brain, all kind of gunked up in your brain. And when you're looking at a situation that's in front of you, you're you're reacting through this accumulation of negativity, not just objectively to the situation in front of you, but through an accumulated amount of negativity. So you're often overreacting. So let's just jump in with, with trying yeah. to explain um, how so this So maybe happens. give some examples about how this all goes, um, goes down inside of the mind, right? So it all boils down to one thing, and we're going to re- be referring to that one thing, not only in this podcast, but we've said it before and we're going to continue to say it again because it is, it's the paramount um, good thing we all have. And it's also can be problematic. It's called energy. It's this is all, this is all energy. And this is, I would have never thought when I was studying uh, to get my master's in the eighties, studying, being taught true psychoanalysis, I would have never thought that I would be sitting here all these years later saying that what I'm really doing is working with energy. Right, Kara? I mean, it's- Oh, and that's the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, who would, yeah, psychotherapy, um, many forms of psychotherapy are actually what are considered energy work. And yet, the energy worker might be somebody might think of, well, that's healing or that's Reiki or that's, you know, other forms of energy. Well, no, actually there's forms of, of psychotherapy that are under that same umbrella of energy work. Right. And this, this is energy as we've come to know it as really more um, physics, quantum, the quantum physics behind um, the energetic frequencies of how our mind processes things. So to just kind of jump in, um, the way we store our negative memories, the way things happen is as you're experiencing something that's negative, um, the, the, the emotion that is attached to it is attached in the form of energy. In fact, having just said that, I, I read some, somewhere that, you know, think of it as energy is, um, or emotions is our energy in motion. So, so the energy, the, the emotion that is attached to the, 
the uh, event that you're experiencing travels down a neuronal pathway in the form of energy in your brain and it continues along and normally uh, it would go into your you've got a you've got like a storage unit of memories in your brain and normally things that that aren't very energetically charged with with um, you know, with a crazy kind of emotion, an intense emotion like, say, fear, sadness, anger, um, things that don't kind of evoke those kind of emotions, just kind of get stored along and think of it like they go to your memory storage. So it just goes into this little memory storage area. But the ones that have these intense emotions attached, they stay kind of outside of the storage unit. And there's a reason for that, that they stay out there. And that is, that has to do with with the subconscious mind uh, protecting itself from. It, it's that fight or fight or fight, um, fight or flight scenario. Yeah, fight or flight, and also um, it's it has to do with the stress hormone cortisol and how it's released. Um, it 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 all it all is this big cycle of energy that is released inside the body that has this component that makes these memories stand out as um dangerous you know right so what it does is it prepares you so that the next time you feel a similar something is evoking a similar feeling it's preparing you to kind of um you're you're now looking at it and getting prepared your whole system is getting prepared for uh whatever it is that you have to face that might be like like let's say fear-based but what's kind of interesting is, I mean, back in the days of like maybe, you know, cavemen or, um, you know, what it really is a survival-based world, it gets the system already in terms of being prepared, fight or flight, being prepared to either fight so that you're saving yourself, you're surviving, or flight. You got to run and get the hell out of there and you got to do it in a way that is, you know, bigger, better, faster than, than what you would be had the system not prepared you. So it's a survival mechanism, but now, you know, we've evolved in such a way over all these years that it's very rare that we're in a true survival scenario. We are more apt to be experiencing something, let's just say, again, fear-based, that is, um, you know, making us maybe just kind of feel bad or insecure about something, something that's kind of stressing us out, that kind of a fear-based, rather than our life is in danger. And, and that, you know, there's so many scenarios that we could use as an examples here, but you kind of know that, you know, when phobias are developed, oftentimes that is because of a prior traumatic experience, um, you know, something that you've experienced with all of your senses, you, you saw it, you sent, you sensed it with your, you know, smell something or you hear something, all of these contribute to the energy of that memory being um, taken into the, into the memory banks, right? Like she meant, like Tracy mentioned, and then, then staying there rather than getting filed back properly. Um, So it's stored in a way that, that attaches the senses, which is why a smell or a scent can trigger a good and bad memories. Right. So we thought today what we would talk about are three energetic exercises that actually will assist you in breaking up these 
um, blockages. And, and the goal this- is what Carrie just said. You want to get that, that memory. You're still going to have those memories that are all accumulated, but you want to get those memories filed away in the storage unit. We'll call it the memory storage unit where it's not sitting out front in, and causing you to look at a situation through this accumulated gunk of memories. If it's just properly stored away, then what you're looking at, you'll be able to stay a lot more objective. So that, that's, yeah. that's the goal is to get it, get the memory just filed in the, in the storage unit where it's just not going to affect you. That's our goal and we're able to do it. And so if you're out there thinking to yourself, well, I've been going to a therapist for years and yet I'm still plagued with this um, um, overreaction to certain scenarios. I don't want to be like this anymore. Or you're, you have a phobia to, that you've developed um, due to some kind of traumatic experience you've had. So there are, there are under this umbrella of, of psychotherapy, there's all kinds of modalities that are utilized. But, but we're going to talk about three today that particularly address this um, issue of this emotional blockages. One would be known as EMDR. Uh, EMDR is eye movement desensitization reprocessing. And this is a, a um, therapeutic model that's used specifically for things that are traumatic for PTSD um, and other things as well. So it's not, I don't want to say that those are the only two, but those are primarily um, what, what they're used for. And so EMDR is provided by a licensed therapist and it has to do with your eyes moving back and forth while you're processing a memory. Um, and this process, with the assistance of your therapist, helps you process a memory so that you let go of this um, emotional um, component. So that you, of course, remember the memory, but it's just not as important to you anymore. And I've gone through EMDR myself. I've, I'm trained in it as well. And I know how important um, this process can be for a lot of people. So I, we would encourage, Tracy and I would encourage you to seek out, if, if, you, if, this, appeal, if this is something that resonates with you, uh, seek out an EMDR therapist. Um, and the second one we, um, Tracy and I really love to talk about is known as EFT or Emotional Freedom Therapy. And this particular therapy is something um, also known as tapping. Um, there's a lot on, online that you can look up and see how to do this. There's also therapists out there that are doing this with people, and which is also very, um, I think it's, it's much more effective when you're with someone else, at least on the onset of it. But it's something that children can do. It's something that um, you can do anywhere, anytime. You do it with, by yourself, tapping on your meridian points. Again, that is moving energy. So with the eye movement, you, you are moving energy through simultaneously stimulating um, both hemispheres of the brain. Um, in EFT, you're moving energy through meridian points of the body. And, and, and then, Carrie, I know you're going to give a third example, but I just want to kind of clarify to the folks that are listening how, how it works, since it is energy work, is as you think about a prior uh, memory and you retell the memory, remember how we explained that the way, uh, the way 
the way your mind is processing it is as you're recollecting the memory and you're saying it out loud or you're just remembering it, it, it travels in the form of energy down neuronal pathways. If we interrupt that energetic flow down the neuronal pathways where it, where it knows to go ahead and go find um, that it matches that frequency of similar energy. So it's finding like that accumulated, that accumulated gunk or that accumulated cluster, as we called it. If we interrupt that energetic flow, which we can do through these, you know, if you think about tapping, well, well what, what is that? What is that doing? If you're tapping on your meridian point, you're like literally doing this. You're tapping and, it, and it'll just seem strange and it'll seem awkward and it'll seem odd. But what it's doing is it's, it's actually interrupting that energy flow to now kind of head down another neuronal pathway. And then you interrupt it again, then down another neuronal pathway and interrupt it again. And before you know it, it is now being stored. The, the way it's being stored looks completely different. It's been diluted. The energetic flow has changed. And it's now stored in a diluted way. And that's how the intensity of the emotion gets dissipated. Right. Right. And that, that's from, from the physical. That, I mean, that's, that's what's so exciting about this. So you've got your mind. you using your mind to change your brain. This is a physiological change that's happening. And that would, that's what we referred to in the last podcast is the, as the Holy Grail. So you've got these concepts of moving energy you're actually changing the physical component of your brain not just your mind your mind would be the thinking part but your brain and so, that's, so think about what she just said that yeah. means there is a physical change that is happening happen right. in your brain a physiological change which means it just feels like that change is much more sustainable doesn't it if you've literally physically change the way you're holding a traumatic memory now it's now it looks different but it's also sustainable and the third one we're going to talk about is known as neurolinguistic programming that would be that would fall more under the umbrella of hypnosis just a, a really really wonderful effective technique um is, and there's more you can do. So you're in research on, on NLP practitioners. They're not necessarily licensed therapists. Um, EFT is not necessarily a licensed therapist either. EMDR, however, is. But the, the great thing about neuro-linguistic programming is the exercises allow through visualization for you to create a separation between the emotional event and your uh, own experience when you when you experience the emotional event you are able to actually dissociate from it in a way that it just doesn't seem as intense um, i would say that's true of all three of those examples um, you you are able to dissociate from all of these uh, so that the emotion is not as intense so you're able to move through these traumatic memories and get to the other side to say, oh, yep, happened to me and I can, um, I can see the other side now. And, and that's, what, that's what I think Tracy and I wanted to just share in this podcast is that, that there's hope. You don't have to keep going to your therapist and processing like we've done. Well, we should know better because, you know, we, we did, did this for years. Thing. 
we did this for years. So you're processing on this conscious level or your analytical part of your mind over and over and over again, looking for hoping your client has insights about their own behavior. Well, this oh, gets, and Kara, how many times was it just oh, it was excruciating, excruciating. It was painful for for the for the client and, and and quite frankly even for the therapist so to have to have to go over and over a trauma or just you know maybe it's not even a trauma just a negative you know negative experience negative in experience. general yeah. because and, that's what we used to do we used to help yeah. you process your emotions uh as they would come up as they were attached to these, to these scenarios. So we had to kind of like, you know, therapy meant we had to kind of drag you back through the mud and process it over and over and over until you became desensitized more or less to it. And now through this energetic kind of this energetic interruption that we just described and that Kara just said, there's, there's um, very specific tools that we can use. You don't have to keep, being dragged through the mud you do have to go back to the to the to the experience just the one time or right. or maybe a couple times but it's not over and over for months and sometimes even for years that people um you know go through psycho go go to psychotherapy to try to address something and, and by the way there there these these three modalities that we've just mentioned or these energy exercises um, are being studied and have been studied for years um, in in universities and in hospitals and um, even with veterans. So there there are studies to back this. This is not woo-woo. This is science, people. This is nothing to be um, concerned Scared about. Of. If you if you're seeing your therapist now and you you're interested, ask about this. Let her take let her him or her send you somewhere. Have this work and then come back. You know that's that's what's really beautiful about this. Um, venting in a psychotherapy setting is absolutely fine and useful. But if you're ready to get to this to another level, then Tracy and I are telling you there is. There are and, and therapists all over are recognizing yeah, these absolutely. tools and are using these tools because you know what? It works. These tools are effective. They're efficient. They're effective. And it is so much less painful, um, a much more, you could almost call it, it's like a more humane way of addressing, you know, of us doing our work. And, um, and so what's, what's, so we're just obviously like super excited about this. Yeah. So we're using this platform to get, bring awareness and to say, you know, there, there are alternatives to traditional, we'll say, talk therapy. Um, and, and so we, we encourage you to, to get, get out there and do your own research and see what can be, you can do to get yourself there because we've witnessed it. We've done this with our clients. We see how effective it is. We've written about it. We have we developed a technique. Um, and we have a book coming up. We've spent the last, um, you know, the last recent years uh, basically studying all these different new ways of looking at how to help people with, with changing behavior, or, or more importantly, to the topic that we're talking about today, how to clear out negativity, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've even called this, um, you know, in the last couple podcasts, it's really a, a matter of reprogramming. Um, it's really reprogramming the, the mind from from a state of negativity to a state of positivity and right. so in in our technique we were able to kind of take all these different models that are out there 
you know, that have already been out there and have been, have, are being proven to be very effective. And we kind of took what we liked and what resonated best with us and we put it into a sequence that is our own technique. And so, um, like Kara said, today we're just wanting to bring awareness that you can research some of this and, and talk to your therapist about it or just research it on your own. And, and But also understand that Kara and I have, have worked um, using all these modalities and put them into a sequence that, that we have found very effective as well. And if you're interested, we would love to have you check us out. Yeah, at- even if you just want to, um, we, have, we have a session, one that's actually free. You can sign up for our newsletter and learn more about this. You know, educate yourself on, on these things. Um, there's, we certainly, we're just bringing the awareness to it, but there's certainly plenty online about this and there's books. And of course, there's licensed therapists out there who can assist if, if you're really wanting that as well. So we encourage that. So, so check us out at soulhappy.com. And, um, S-O-U-L happy.com. And we're, and we're just, we're, we are thrilled because, you know, as two psychotherapists who have been in the field for a long time, it is just so refreshing. I mean, imagine being in your field and all of a sudden having brand new tools that are even more effective uh, to get you to what you've been trying to do your whole career and and, and you've got new tools. We're, we are thrilled about it. So we're just excited to be spreading this information. Thanks for joining us. See you next time. We'd like to thank you for taking time in your busy day to stop in and give us a listen. If you want to learn more about all of the stuff we talk about and then some, you can visit me, Veronica Drake, at veronicadrake.com and the ladies, Kara Hewitt and Tracy Zaboral at soulhappy.com. Until next time, take care.